the half shell, they're the heroes for. In this day and age, who could ask for more? The crime wave is high with muggings mysterious. All police and detectives are furious. Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio. And today we are joined by nobody. It's just me. Uh, I was going to try to do it without that intro, because I feel like the amount of solo episodes now outdo the amount of guest episodes. Um, but I can't. It just doesn't feel natural to uh, to uh, to introduce. Um so there we go. I was also going to record a video for today's episode because I do want to get back into doing video to put up on YouTube um, to show things that are unrelated and have background. But to be perfectly honest, I had a, uh, a lovely stroll with, uh, with my sister-in-law, but it is uh, quite grossly hot outside. And, uh, excuse me, um, <coughs> and... I, uh, I'm very sweaty and that's not fun to look at. It's, it's less fun to be, but I can't imagine that it would be fun to look at. Um, most of the time my videos are, you just get to me, see me sitting there, maybe showing some Funkos or, or talking with my hands a lot. Cause that's what I do. Uh, so it's already not necessarily thrilling. Uh, but this, it would just be that plus me looking really grossly sweaty. So I just thought better of it. Um, and that's a long way of, uh, of delaying, <laughs> yeah. uh, today's topic. So we are, we are jumping back into our unmade series. Um, and I realize I've been, I've been leaning on that a lot recently. Um, not necessarily deliberately. Um, I enjoyed doing the out and abouts more. That was kind of my crutch. Um, just because it's been a, a really rough season with uh with my mental health with the anxiety and the depression and sometimes it's just like you know what if i record while the idea hits it it'll get me out of my head get me out of those ruminating thoughts um until i can get back to the house where i can take my medication or or do something uh that'll not make it go away because uh, that's not reasonable um but to make it more manageable um but it's also ridiculously hot and it's so loud outside because now it's summer break um, that that I haven't been able to do those. I do want to do the driving ones, but because it's so hot, I have to have the AC on, so that doesn't work. Uh, so now it's just like, okay, I'll, uh, I'll wait till I get home. Um, I do want to do more non uh, non-unmade episodes, but the thing is, uh, for whatever reason, right now, these are almost the least stressful ones to do. Um, if it's a review, I'm like, okay, I gotta get my thoughts collected and present it well. If it's, uh, if it's something I'd say a little more, more schnerious, like say, uh, an ask a pastor that you gotta be a bit more on for, uh, especially if it's a heavy duty topic. Um, and that carries its own its own interest and importance, but also its own bag of stress. Um, whereas with the unmade, it's fun because some of this stuff I already know. And then some of it, like today's episode, I'm legit learning for the first time. Like I've been peripherally aware of them, but I had no idea of the, uh, of the concepts, like the, the depth or with a number of these, uh, that are popping up today, a lack thereof 
with the depth. There's just not that much information, but it's still kind of fun to learn the what ifs or the uh, what could have been and why they didn't happen and why that's good. Um, but I will say at some point uh, we will get back to other, our other categories. Um, the more the more free flowing uh, non unmade stuff. Um, it's just it's just where I'm at right now. It it's just these are easier to do by myself. Um, they're like I said the least uh, one of the least stressful aspects. Um, job hunting sucks, <laughs> and that's it's such a brutal process. Um, so then that that on top of like the depression and the anxiety and trying to condense it <coughs> into something serious uh it, it it takes its toll um and also there's other things where it's not like these are are lazy episodes either um don't get me wrong because i still gotta look stuff up um but i'm also uh i think i've shared before i can't necessarily say which one i can't drop that dime uh but i am uh i've been blessed with the opportunity again to write for a uh, a geeky devotional which is awesome uh but <laughs> writing is difficult <laughs> and editing is also difficult um it's not that simple um so i'm trying to split my time where i can do that properly and honor um, honor the Lord through writing, um, but also make sure I'm not giving the, the, my, uh, the co-authors, um, who are having to edit, like, the most work to do. Um, you, you kind of want to do this, uh, do this right, and that, that takes time. Um, so it's also, that, that's informing some of these, these episodes. Um, but they're, uh, that's just an in general kind of update as uh, I guess what's going on. Um, just just as an update, I guess for future episodes. At some point, I am planning on, like I said, getting back to ask a pastor. Uh, pastor Steve and I have talked about that, so we're we're going to do that down the pipeline. It's just difficult to uh, to arrange. Um, I've got some episodes from the vault that I can, uh, I can drop. I just need to edit. Um, and it's its own bag of stress sometimes. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's not. Um, future unmades I'm really looking forward to because I'm also going to be doing them with guests. Um, such as, uh, there's, there's one that's potentially going to be split into two parts. Um, we're looking at unmade alien films and you could do, your own <laughs> episode on Alien 3. Uh, Alien 3 could be its, like I said, its own unmade episode just because of how many different drafts <laughs> there were for that flick. But there, there's other interesting aspects, and that one is going to be with a guest. Um, but there's a lot of busyness going on uh, on this time. So finding that, that time to make the schedules copacetic is, is interesting. Um, there will be more watch alongs. It's just again, finding the, uh, the right time to do it. And when <laughs> the you're, you're in the right space to do it. So we, we got stuff going on. I'm excited to do it. Um, 
I've been hearing some stuff recently about the positive impacts of this podcast, and that's just that's just been wonderful and so uplifting and and just just great. So yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to doing more more episodes, and I'm hoping that these are these are reaching you guys and that you're you're enjoying them, even if not everything's your bag. I do recommend checking out our vault. We've got some stuff where we talk politics. We've got some stuff where we we just talk pop culture, and I know that's most of it. Um, and I do pray that you are you are seeing and hearing the Lord through this. Um, and if you want to know more, I do recommend the Ask a Pastor series. Um, not tooting my own horn, it's just I... I believe there was some really good conversations in there, and they're they're beneficial. If I didn't think they were, I wouldn't have posted them. <laughs> so yeah, that's um, that's some of the stuff going on, and uh, yeah, yeah. Also, I do want to say at some point I'm going to do another into the weeds episode. I do missing doing that series with Christian. It's just been uh, difficult to nail down some time, and there's there's stuff going on, so. Shout out to Christian. Uh, shout out to our wonderful friend, Jen. It's her birthday. Happy birthday, Jen. Uh, this drops after your birthday, so it'll be delayed. But still, you're awesome. Happy birthday. And now into today's episode. So if you couldn't tell by uh, by the theme, and it's like 10 minutes in, so I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> or you didn't see the intro, <laughs> the name, you just downloaded it and jumped right in. We are looking at unmade Ninja Turtles movies. Um, and this is this is kind of a fun bag. This is probably going to be a shorter unmade episode. Um, just because, unfortunately, with some of these, there's not a lot of information. And... I'll, I'll attach links to where there is a lot more information. It's just, for one of them, there is. But I would be just reading and, uh, right into the microphone. And that's, I mean, that's not fun for me. That's not fun for everybody. I'm also not the best out loud reader. Um, and then I'll also sound monotonous and, and boring. Um, so I will attach a link because there's one where uh, I believe... Peter Laird really got into some of the information on on his blog, so it's it's best to go from his words that he's wrote. Um, but we're gonna do this chronologically, like we did with other unmades. Um, actually, also I'll quickly say we've got an unmade Star Trek episode coming. I haven't recorded that yet, and I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, yeah, and we're also gonna do some deep dives again at some point. I miss doing those, and I have one that I, I have two that I promised <laughs> like a year ago. Um, okay, so let's start with. Uh, let me find it. I've got, I've got to find my notes. Uh, so this one is there were two canceled uh, Ninja Turtles four. These would have been the live action films. Um, this would have taken place in 1994. And it was canceled because, um, I say this, I guess, with all love, as much love as I can. <laughs> it's just, I, I really don't enjoy it. Um, it. It didn't happen because Ninja Turtles 3 sucked. <laughs> I, I, that's, that's harsh. It's just, it was, it's bad. It, it's really, really bad. Um, there's not much that, uh, there's not much saving grace to that movie 
Um, I tried watching it a couple years ago after successfully watching it like 10 years ago. And that it, it's just something I'll do with movies where if I'll see if it's like, okay, has my opinion changed? Has, has my taste changed? Can I accept this for what it is within the context of what it's made? And no, no, Ninja Turtles 3 is just bad. With the, accept, with the exception of, I'd say, Elias uh, Costas, if I'm saying his, his name correctly. The guy who played Casey Jones, the utilization of Casey Jones was awful, but his performance was fun. Um, that's about it. But there were a couple different ideas for, for Ninja Turtles 4 before uh, they were just like, nope. Uh, and you had that gap of Ninja Turtles just on the small screen from uh, from 94, the silver screen as the, uh, as the name is, um, just on TV from 90, 93, 94 um, after the bomb of Ninja Turtles 3, just that gap up until uh, TMNT in 2007. Um, so the original pitch was called um, Teenage Min- Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation. Um, and this is the one that I'll attach the link to to uh, Peter, Laird's, Peter Laird's blog. Um, the And The Next Mutation is actually something that was, uh, I guess the title was utilized for um, the live action... <laughs> really bad Saban single season uh, Ninja Turtle Tokusaku show, American Tokusaku. Um, so the general idea of this one was that the mutagen was continuing to change the turtles and splinters, giving them new abilities and new problems. Um, Donatello was given the least obvious mutation, his he would grow telekinetic and telepathic abilities. Um, unfortunately, counterpointed by diminishing eyesight, so he would be using in, uh, vision-enhancing goggles, um, and it would give him the opportunity to... He would use an updated uh, techno version of his bow staff. Um, Leonardo was going to have a uh, rising sun bandana which would actually come from uh sorry I'm, I'm reading this off of the turtles wiki and i can't read so his next mutation was the ability to morph his skin into a kind of nearly impenetrable chrome-like surface so that's a that's a thing uh splinter was going to look insanely different um he would be given a much more active role in the battles um, and he was going to have the ability to morph into a big, lethe, uh, muscular super rat mutant. Um, and that's interesting. I don't recall that ever really being Splinter's role in, in any of the, uh, any of the legit comics or earlier films. Um, with the exception of the first one where he shows up in school's shredder in two moves and then... The second movie where he just shows up and fire bows, bow and arrow and pieces out. Um, next we have Michelangelo. Um, Michelangelo will, Michelangelo would be uh, Mikey, just because I'll say that, because I'll mess it up less. He would be given a little more street look um, because his new 
Mutation gave, them, gave him the ability to project a human appearance onto his turtle features, allowing him to interact more freely with humans. He would have more human-like disguises. Um, that one's kind of interesting. Um, so then, next up we have Raph. So, Raphael's, out of all the turtles, I think this is the more drastic um he would be morphing into a much more feral aggressive uh appearance nicknamed uh raptor wrath um complete with big gnashy teeth and claws to complement his gnashy personality um so this is something that the fourth run of the uh Ninja Turtles comic kind of utilized. Um, so it, it wasn't morphed. It was just a brief term, uh, permanent transformation. Uh, fans have nicknamed this Gamera Wrath. Um, so that's a, that's an interesting crossover. Uh, fans of the Gamera series might, might appreciate that more. Um, so overall, this didn't get made because of Ninja Turtles 3. In some respects, I'm glad this didn't get made, but also I, I kind of want to see this. Um, I think we're at an age where we we can DC is doing an excellent model with this with their uh, their animated series where they're like, look, some of these are out of continuity, some of these have their own continuity, some of these are just like one-offs. I think we're at a point where you only have to worry about this stuff on the big screen. I'd love to see a straight-to-DVD version of this. Um, if done right, I think this could be interesting. Um, this one is is color me interested, uh, and I think animation would be the way to go with this over live action. Um, yeah, if we're if we're looking at the trend of what of where the live action ones were going. I'm not sure how this could uh, this could necessarily go. Um, even the the other failed pitches for for Ninja Turtles for sequels were were kind of going back to the dark and gritty, but it would just be a difficult uh, difficult thing to do. Um, Batman's almost similar. We we talked about in our Batman Unmade. Um, that the fifth Batman movie was trying to get back to that, that darker aesthetic from the earlier ones, but I'm not sure how you recover that after something like uh, Batman and Robin. If it was after like Batman Forever where it had been flirting with it, sure, maybe, but after something like Batman and Robin, I don't know if it's it's totally possible to jump back into that. Ninja Turtles has that similar thing of... Ninja Turtles 2 was definitely much more kid-friendly than Ninja Turtles 1. Uh, this is stuff we talked about on the, the Derailed episode I did where we talked about Ninja Turtles 1 and 2. It's in our archives. I recommend checking that one out. We had a blast doing it. Um, but there were still some aspects that were, even though it was much more kid-friendly, it still had some of the some of the darker aesthetic from the first amazing Ninja Turtles movie, um, which is one of my favorite comic book movies. It's just phenomenal. Um, 
I think tonally it would be difficult to do. Maybe now, again, straight to DVD, especially after like a fan film, uh, like the Casey Jones fan film from the early 2000s that captured that aesthetic, um, separated enough time now, sure. Uh, so I, I don't know, now I'm coming around to the idea of it, but again, separated in time. In the 90s, I don't know if this could have been pulled off. So that was uh, the next mutation. Like I said, I'll attach the uh, the link to Peter Laird's uh, blog where he had some of the uh, the uh, the concept art in, and some of it's uh, some of it's interesting. Um, there's also another one um, where it's uh, this is another abandoned one from the '90s. So it's called uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Four: The Foot Walks Again. Uh, so this was supposed to be a fourth, the fourth live-action film. It was going to be produced by New Line Cinema, but it was never, uh, never filmed. It <laughs> there was a few scripts written between '95 and '97, with some concept work dated back to uh, 1994. Um, so uh, there were at least three drafts of the script that are known to exist that have been sold by Kevin Eastman through Heritage Auctions in, uh, back in May of 2012. Um, oh my gosh, 2012 is almost 10 years ago, guys. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> um, the three scripts uh, were credited to uh, Christian Ford and Roger, Roger uh, Soffer in 95. Craig uh, Shapiro in uh, and John Travis, a rewrite that was dedicated and uh, credited to them in 96, and then a new draft by them in 97. Uh, concept work has been shared online, um, which intended this this draft uh, was going to introduce a fifth turtle. That uh, the concept of a fifth turtle is something that constantly gets revisited. Um, it's, it's, I'll say, somewhat controversial, but it's something that's not unheard of. Uh, the Ninja Turtle show in the 90s, um, Next Mutation, did it with Venus de Milo, um, which that one was, I'll say, done very poorly because it was the idea of, hey, this is. Uh, a fifth turtle that happened just got separated um, and it abandoned them being brothers. Um, but that was done just so it could be like, oh, hey, we're going to have romantic tension with the turtles, which is uh, odd. It's a very odd thing. Um <laughs> Sorry, I'm just remembering this wonderful clip of a, uh, of something that happened online um, <laughs> where it was, there was a, t at the height of turtle mania, there was a touring uh, music show and it was hinted at like the turtles were into April, <laughs> just something where it was kind of like, Hey man, I've tried to talk uh, April into an interspecies relationship. <laughs> and it just cuts to these two kids. Like what? <laughs> I'll try to find the link. It's it's outstanding. Um, so just to give an idea about Kirby, um, I don't believe 
he was going to be a uh, uh, a sibling. It was just another genetic. Uh, he oh here it is. Sorry, uh, he was going to be a turtle from another dimension. Uh, he was of course named after uh, comic book artist le- the legendary Jack Kirby. Um, in various concepts, his uh, his bandana was shown to be white black, pink, and purple. Uh, Kirby was going to have one more finger and toe on each hand and foot. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's what's known about Kirby. He was going to be, like I said, darker and grittier. Um, they That was the plan, to go back to the tone of the first one. Uh, other characters that were included throughout the drafts were Fang, uh, Shredder, Spider, Nano Spider, Super Shredder, Casey, Talbot, Lawson, Lawson, Bugman, and Evil April. Um, if you can nail down which of these drafts you'd go with, and if I could find out more, um, I'd say whether or not I'd be, I'd be interested. I do like the idea of uh of Kirby but the the current comics which I'll I'll be honest I've fallen out of the habit of reading but I'm I'm keeping tabs on uh they have introduced a new turtle and that one has been uh she's she's been accepted because it would it's not the idea of it doesn't separate the turtles from actually being brothers and it's not done to create romantic tension <laughs> um I believe her name is Jenica and she was a uh, she was a foot soldier who was who was transformed to uh, to save her life. Like I said, I haven't read it, but I've looked her up online, and she's got a cool design, and she's her her own turtle. When done right, the idea of a fifth turtle is intriguing. Um, so this one is, I guess, kind of color me interested a little bit. Um, I think there's a blog entry about Kirby, but from Kevin Eastman, so I'll attach that one as well. Um, so now we are moving on to the next round of canceled Ninja Turtles movies. Unfortunately, there's just very little known about them. So I'll, I'll go through quickly. Um, and it, it's a shame because I really enjoyed the, the original version that would have springboarded this. This would have been based off of uh, a continuation <laughs> of Ninja Turtles, uh, the animated uh, CG films from 2007. So I guess it gets tricky with the titles because um, you had Ninja Turtles from 2007, which was just called TMNT. Um, so the next two films would have been called TMNT 2 and TMNT 3. Uh, but <laughs> TMNT was... It shared the same <laughs> chronology as the live-action films, so TMNT was technically the fourth Ninja Turtles movie. So we're back into uh, back into the issue of the fifth film is this has the title too, but it's not the second film. Uh, nowhere near as confusing as the Halloween franchise, um, which at some point I might do an episode on. <laughs> Just because their titles are insanely confusing. Um, but 
Yeah, yeah. So TMNT2, which would have been the fifth film, um, just the second CG film, it was planned as a sequel for the 2007 CGI film. The only thing known about the plot is um, after feeling like he's not being taken seriously by his brothers, Michelangelo joins the foot, Um, which is kind of interesting. Like, I really dug the the TMNT film. Um, there's aspects they nailed. Absolutely. Then there's there's aspects that could have been done could have been done better. Um, like some of the stuff with the foot was interesting. Um, I think they handled the foot well. They didn't necessarily handle the uh, the other villains well. Um, they were just kind of cookie cutter. Um, and you didn't dive into them that much, but the Wrath and Leo stuff and the brothers dynamic was so interesting, uh, that if it was more focused on the foot and Michelangelo, like this limited synopsis is, uh, color me interested. So this, I would have been quite curious to see, um, yeah, this one, it's like, okay, um, I'd love to see Ninja Turtles and Marvel just do kind of what DC is doing with the straight to, straight to DVD stuff. Guys, come on. Come on. It's right there. Y'all can do it. Um, so, yeah, this is one where I'd be like, okay, it's never going to see the big screen. Um, it's, it's time has passed. Um, right now, we're just trying to do get the live action stuff done right even though you had it right with the original. Um, So this one as a straight-to-DVD film, yeah, color me interested. Um, The other one, it was a, they had planned second sequel, um, TMNT 3, which would have been overall the sixth film. Um, So this one was going to go galactic, which... uh, which frequently happens with Ninja Turtles, uh, but it wasn't going to be the turtles were for, were aliens from space, because that's no. Um, if they're still turtles from a different dimension, fine. If they're aliens from space that just look like turtles, no. Uh, but this one was going to introduce the Triceratrons, um, as well as the insanely popular Technodrome from uh, Dimension X. So this stuff is stuff that people know and love from the comics, from the, uh, I'll say it here, the mixed bag of the uh, 87 cartoon. Because if you don't look at that with nostalgia glasses, it's uh, it's not the best representation of the Ninja Turtles outside of the insanely, wonderfully catchy uh, theme song and the, uh, the pretty all right first season. Um like no disrespect to the cast, you had the uh, the uh, James Avery, Uncle Phil, may he rest in peace. He voiced Shredder and was outstanding. It's just I I don't. A lot of people go to that when they think Ninja Turtles. I'm like, nah, man. The the original comics, the IDW run, and the uh, the first live action film, as well as the uh, the cartoon series. I think it was just called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, from the uh, from the mid to late 2000s, um, maybe the early the early 2010s. That one was really solid. That's that's, I think, the best representation of the turtles. Um, 
this 87 one is is not what I go to, but I get it. It's at the height of Turtle Mania. Anyways, um, like there there's stuff there that it, that we've just never gotten to, and this could have been uh this could have been interesting. Like they transferred Bebop and Rocksteady in uh in the Platinum Doom films, which they were well uh, those two characters well were well received i couldn't get to them just because i even though i've heard like hey the second one um whatever it's called is substantially better um i just i couldn't get to where it got better i i could not sit through the first half hour um and the only uh, like okay so i'm just trying to just trying to find why this was uh why this was canceled in and looking into it um the only the only speculated reason uh why these were canceled is because um uh the studio that made them uh Imagi Animation Studios uh they closed down in February 2010 following the uh the box office failure of Astro Boy. Um, that's the only the only f- full reason um, that seems to be out there, but I haven't necessarily found like any huge concrete thing. The director wanted to do more. Um, the movie was a box office success. Um, what uh, like TMNT? It wasn't like a huge runaway, but it wasn't it wasn't a bomb. It made more it more than broke even um so it was a success but it wasn't like a huge runaway success and it was critically lukewarm so it like it was successful but it's not like hey we got to strike while the iron's hot um so it's just it's one of those like it's a shame it it didn't happen um but i guess that that might be the reason i'm not 100 percent sure uh okay so next up is something called the blue door so the blue door is a script by josh applebaum and andre namek dated january 30th of 2012 it was originally scheduled for 2013 the announcement for the idea of the film was going to be the turtles were extraterrestrials that and the script leaked to the internet in August, and people hated it. Um, now they were going to be area, they were going to be extraterrestrials, but from dimension X, which in as a single character, say like Kirby, that that gets accepted decently well. Um, but with all of them, even if it's from another part of the the lore people hated that idea um the script also had an extra terrestrial um (laughs) antagonist uh colonel schrader nicknamed shredder by michelangelo who leads a black ops group called the foot who also come from dimension x he had uh yellow skin red eyes and can grow blades on his body uh casey jones is an ice hockey player uh from noah falls in michigan his mother would have a role uh and his mother would be named evelyn jones 
April O'Neil is a CBS News intern, so gotta get that, uh, gotta get that crossover plug money. Um, Krang would appear as Schrader's boss and the murderer of the Turtles' parents. Uh, Bebop and Rocksteady and the Technodrome were appear would appear, but they weren't going to be given an origin. Um, apparently, you can find the script. So let me quickly see if that is accurate. Um, if if this does load, I will attach it uh, in the link, just so y'all can uh, y'all can check it out and read it for yourself. Um, this is uh, this is not one I'm interested in. It does uh, it does appear to be legit online, so I'll attach the link. Um, this was abandoned for the 2014 film, which I, uh, I am not a fan of. <laughs> like, I, I remember a lot of this was speculated around the time of the 2014 film, which is still a very, very bad movie. Um, yeah, yeah, this is, uh, this is not good. I'm glad this didn't happen. <laughs> and then we'll come to the uh, the final unmade movie, um, which is going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. It was going to be a follow-up to the uh, the second Platinum Doom, uh, Platinum Dune Ninja Turtles film. Uh, but it uh, didn't happen because of the second movie, um, out of the shadows. That's what it's called. Um, the second movie underperformed. Um, according to Tyler Perry, um, Baxter Stopman was expected to return and become the fly mutant, um, like he does in the comics. And that's kind of all that's known. Um, but instead Platinum Dune is, uh, is going ahead and rebooting Ninja Turtles yet again. <laughs> um, I think that one was supposed to either production was supposed to start last year, but COVID happened. Um, so that one is still technically in development. It hasn't been shelved. It hasn't been canceled. So that one is, is still going, uh, still going on. Um, I can't, I'm not going to judge that one yet. I know some people are like, this studio's got it wrong twice already, which fair, fair. It's accurate. Um, the last, uh, two platinum Dune Ninja Turtle movies were, were not good. Um, but I mean, the third try could be the charm. It's not the case of a solo Sony Spider-Man movie, <laughs> that kind of thing where it's just like, no, stop it. You can't do it just by yourself. Um, live action because Into the Spider-Verse is outstanding. Um, but other than that, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about their, their reboot. One of the things I keep hearing is they're like, hey, picture the martial arts style of the raid, but with the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> like on paper, that is so interesting and just connects, but that doesn't lend itself to the lighter tone that they're, they constantly go for with, uh, with the Ninja Turtles. And this is something that, uh, that comes, uh, came up in that, 
in that episode um, I did with the Derailed crew, which again, I, I recommend you check out because I thought it was fun. I thought the ideas we presented were were interesting. It's it's an interesting spot that the uh, Ninja Turtles are in because let's not kid ourselves. The main audience for Ninja Turtles has, I think, always been a younger audience. Yes, the original Image comics were were done as a uh, a dark parody of the gritty '80s comics, um, and they had that dark tone that the uh, the original movie like really embraced as much as much as it did also embrace some of the stuff from the from the 80s cartoon um but the 80s cartoon which was much more kid friendly um and the the live action earlier sequels embraced like TMNT2 was a a fairly big success because it it was more kid friendly it didn't get angry letters from the parents about weapons uh TMNT3 was just terrible and bombed um but still, like, as much as they can embrace some of the seriousness, the schneeriousness of the uh, the earlier comics, um, or even the uh, the IDW comics, um, like, it's it's difficult to to balance that. Like, the cartoon show that I think handled it well, even that would have a hard time, like. You, you can balance that tone in animation. I think it's easier to do it there um, than it is live action. So it's this it's this tough spot, right? Like Batman, you expect dark and gritty. The exception to the rule is stuff like the 60s Batman show or Batman and Robin. Um like those have their those do have their audiences. Like the Batman sixty six comics are so much fun, but that's not what I want from a live action Batman movie. But Ninja Turtles, as much as there's hardcore fans who yes, of course, support by watching the shows, but also pick up the outstanding NECA action figures and are so on board with the with the comic stuff. That's not the biggest audience, so it's it's in this weird spot of how do we how do we balance this? How do we get this? Um, how do we do this right? Um, so I'm, I'm curious as to where they're going to go with it. Uh, of course, my natural inclination is like, if you can get that tone from the original Turtles, because I think that was the best marriage of it, but parents still found that one too violent. Uh, I don't know how you can do a, a lighter, like, kid-friendly Ninja Turtles movie with the martial, the rapid-fire lethal martial arts of the raid, because the raid is, oh my gosh, it's so good, but it's also, that's, that's not a kid's movie, (laughs) that's, that's not even, like, a most adults movie, because it's just so viscerally violent, (laughs) like, it's, wonderful and phenomenal but if you struggle with seeing death on screen then then just don't watch the raid yet don't do it um so that's kind of where we're at i'm 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 hoping it's good because i i really really enjoy ninja turtles um it's not always my go-to franchise 
but it's been it's been in my periphery periphery like my entire life and i so enjoy the the comics and the fun uh and especially that 90s that original movie like like I said, it's one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. At some point, I might make an episode where I go through my comic book, like my favorite comic book movies. Um, you, of course, try to do it like your top 10. Um, but that's difficult because as much as I want to be like, I'm limiting how many say necessarily like Marvel movies are on here. There's so many good ones. Um, so it's it's tricky. But that's where we're going to close today's episode. Uh, I know I ramble a lot, but it's it's how I do. So, I, dear listener, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, and thank you so much for, for enjoying One Cross Radio. Um, I've had, I've had, like, I'll be honest with y'all. At some points during this dark time, I've been like, well, not dark time, but heavy time. Because it's, it's. <sighs> depression and anxiety, they, they take you to some wacky places. Um, and stuff you enjoy can be just draining. So I know a number of people have been praying for me and thank you so much. And a lot of people have also reached out and said what this, uh, what this podcast means to them. And just hearing that is just, oh, it's so uplifting. Like hearing that it actually has it impacts people. That's like awesome. So to the, to the people who've shared that with me, thank you so much. Um, to everybody who actually enjoys this, I, I, I love that you do. Um, and I, and I genuinely hope you do. And if you, if you're interested in some of the more serious stuff, um, like politically or, uh, or some of the, I present, I, I don't hide my faith at all, but if you're interested in more, some of the faith-based stuff, I do recommend check out our archive. We've been doing this for, oh my gosh, in October, it's going to be, I think our fourth year. Um, <laughs> bonkers. Um, we've been doing this for a while and we have a deep back catalog. So I, I, I recommend checking them out. They're fun to go back and listen to. Um, all that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for uh, for supporting us. We do have a Patreon where if you if you feel like you can financially support us, um, check it out. It's uh, there's some various tiers. They are, they're not too crazy deep, um, but check that out. It's out. It's one cross rate. Uh, <laughs> um, if you want to check out some of our uh, some of our swag, attach the link. And it's not like hey, I want more notoriety, but it's. I'd love to see this spread and that, and that helps. And also then if there's uh if there's actually stuff I can improve on, then I can, then I can read it. Um, and I do ask like, Hey, it, like if you're, if you're like, Hey, this is a two star podcast or even a one star, feel free to put that. I'd also love the actual reasoning. Uh, I, yeah, of course I'd love to see like three to five stars who wouldn't want that. But if I'm going to, I need to improve. I absolutely do. I can't if you don't tell me what I need to improve on, you know? <laughs> so yeah. All right. I've rambled enough, enough. All that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you have a wonderful day. See you in a couple weeks. Stay cool. Take care. And God bless my friends. Peace. When you're in trouble, don't give in and go sour. Try to rely on your... 